Good early, early morning, everyone. It is 2.20 my time, and I am waking up with calmness. I wanted to say anxiety, but you know what? It's been an amazing weekend that I dedicated to myself and my son, and Ideally, I should have been studying hard as foot this whole weekend, but it didn't happen like that. And I noticed all my weekends have been like that. And um, I should have at least made a little bit more time in the morning, but I will admit, like, it's just been back-to-back exhausting in every way, shape possible. So, um... And I think my son appreciates uh, the undivided attention and just uh, attention and um, proximity to one another that we haven't been, that we don't typically get um, during the weekdays. But I wanted to follow up on the last episode um, and, you know, where I left off with that. I had left off saying... I submitted a revised Nevada law in regards to victims of domestic violence and what the employer's obligations are to these um, individuals. Now, this is the first time I'm ever experiencing it, and I'm just really grateful that my friend um, sent me this information. Her mom having to come across some information and uh, decided to forward it to her. And it's just so amazing how this information just kind of drops, you know, in your in your view. And to have to really like, you have to really search for these things. Or it just happens to be just a blessing that's put in your face. And I've just kind of been debating of like, how to move forward these next couple months because it's just been stressful and if I would have known this sooner I would have made you know a leap a lot sooner than expected but everything is timed a certain way for a certain reason um and it's just necessary now his father has been out of the house for I want to say close to a month now probably about a month now and I went to court last Tuesday and it was completely different than what I was expecting. I met with a victim advocate and they happened to use my case as also an experience for these two women that are also in training to become victim advocates. Um, It was a little uncomfortable because it's like you can't help but feel judged. Um... But at the same time, like, I don't know these women's experiences and I don't really know what their mental is. Uh, I just can't help but feel insecure because, you know, um, people always meet these situations with sometimes not a not a whole heart and whole mind. But overall, um, I spoke with her the first thing she just kind of got right into it. What do I want out of it? And you know, like, I haven't been diagnosed with Stockholm Syndrome, but I don't know if this would 
kind of fall under it, but this is just how my thinking is, is I don't want his dad to go to jail because once his dad, if his dad goes to jail, then there's no way that he can provide financial support for our son. And financial support to me is very important because um, it's less strain on me mentally and it's less strain on my son and I to get things done. So I don't want him in the house, you know, and I don't want to lose our house. So I guess you could say it wouldn't be part of it just because I'm not like empathizing with him, you know, obviously like I not even obviously, but I do feel that he deserves to go to jail. And if there was a way for me to get child support while he was in jail, then F it. But at the same time, I also wanted to give his dad the opportunity to use this time outside of jail to do what he needs to do for our son. Now, um, I have a no contact order set in place where he's only allowed to talk to me uh, in regards to our son. But um, it's been almost a week now and I have yet to hear anything up from him regarding our child and what his plans are for our child so we'll see if there's any outreach regarding that but um there have just been many times in the past where his excuse for not reaching out to our son is he's preoccupied and this and that which is always a reason for why he doesn't reach out to his son and um you know all I can do is just really worry about myself and just be open to what God has for me um, and has for our son. So I feel like I feel like we got this, you know. I I've, I just I just have always felt the force of change very deeply in my life, and um, as I get older, I'm starting to recognize it a little better. Kind of like when I first lost my apartment. And I could just feel myself getting pushed out of California. I don't know why God was trying to push me out of California, but I was getting pushed out of California and I had to lose my place and lose stability um, at the places that I was staying for me to finally get pushed in the direction that I thought was the complete fucking opposite of where I need to be because of, you know, my history with my family and, um, you know, it's led me to a peace of mind out here. And to be honest with you, like, when I was being raised out here, I didn't really give a damn about Las Vegas. But as I get older and I'm mobile and I have the mindset that I do where I just, I'm just very appreciative and grateful and I love the desert and I love nature. And I just wish people would experience. Well, not everybody, but, you know, I, I wish for the most part um, individuals would expand their um, idea of nature to also include the desert. Nature doesn't always mean greenery. Nature is also desert. And there's a stillness in the desert that you don't get in um, in a in a in like a forest, you know, each, each environment has its own beauty and it has its own necessity. And I just think that's extremely, I just, I just 
can't help but feel drawn to the desert. There's there's beauty in these colors, especially the way the sun sets against it. There's just there's just something about the desert that brings out tones of the sun that you would never really um you know see anywhere else. But um but yeah, so court was um just weird especially because i only spoke with her for a little bit and you know she was definitely not trying to hear all the other details like she comes off understanding but at the same time like she's there to do a job um within a certain time frame so that she can move forward to the next client so I'm not going to take that personal because I'm not trying to be there that long. But I was honestly waiting longer than I had a conversation with her. And she said, oh, and she ended it off by like, oh, make sure you stay till the end so that we can give you your $25 for coming out here today. Yada, yada, yada. And it just felt kind of uncomfortable being compensated to go to court. Um, but at the same time, I'm going to accept it because I know that there are people who, you know, struggled to possibly get to court and, you know, had no funds to get there and, you know, missed out on work to get there, whatever situation it was. So I'm going to take it for what it is. So I'm grateful that I'm going to be compensated for, you know, the time that I came out there. I just hope that whatever, um, uh, consequences came about for his father it's gonna hopefully put in his mind to take the next big steps in being a better father for his son but it's just it's just really hard to tell because you know I can't help um, I couldn't help it but I just happened to see that he had posted something on his Facebook and he was posting videos about like like relationship videos talking about um how people should leave things in the past this and that and I just like was so triggered because I'm like you literally just came back from court and you're posting this bs about how people need to let things go in the past like he's just such a narcissist and um you know I know he feels anger towards me because you know I took him to court and I honestly would have I honestly have been trying to avoid to go to court, but his ass got arrested because you know what? He was out in the streets. He left us again and it was a consequence that needed to happen. And, um, and on top of that, him going to jail, he's, he, he was bragging about it before he went to court and I was reading it in his messages and, um, you know, people were his sisters and, um, and people around him were like making it like a joke. Uh, a free cue campaign and it's just like how what an amazing supportive bunch of toxic motherfuckers like whatever that's his friend group but anywho long story short um god pushed that man out of our lives for a reason and I could just feel um, the lack of flow whenever his dad would be at the house. It just felt like it just it just felt like putting um, a stopper on something. I, I just feel like his dad being around keeps um, keeps the flow of of energy, I guess, from moving properly because I just feel like, Ever since his dad left, all these things just keep coming into our lives. All these um, 
beautiful opportunities keep coming into our lives and thoughts like that I wouldn't have imagined being a reality and um and it's just like that's why a lot of people have a hard time taking that first step because they're so used to um what they're used to that it can be so frightening to think well if I leave it might actually make it more difficult on me but then it's so hard to see um outside of this this you know um this possibility of being in a hardship that we can't even see that the grass really is greener on the other side you know you just kind of gotta walk a little farther for you to see um the beauty around the situation and it's just like for people to shame victims that uh have experienced such uh such trauma and control and um all these hurtful actions by people they you know they trusted with their with their everything it's you, you no one has the right to to judge anyone um only the person that has lived their life has the right to have any commentary on their own life and that's why I get a little um, forceful and have a fucking attitude sometimes because it's like I've been dealing with passive aggressive people all my life. I've been dealing with people victim blaming me all my motherfucking life. And it's just like I have fucking had it. I am tired of having to deal with people. And because um, there's a great number of poisonous people that want to shame me and make me feel wrong for the things that I do. I need to remember who the fuck that, you know, who the fuck I am because like I have a little bit of a situation and, you know, I'll talk about it another time if I feel comfortable, um, you know, regarding a family member of mine that is ill and I haven't really been reaching out because he was just, he was just being, you know, honestly, he's been hurtful to me over these past couple years and he's never apologized for it. And whenever something happens, it's just, he's so quick to, to blame me and, and tell me that I'm selfish and that I'm jealous and this and that when really there's a deeper, um, there's a deeper reality to it all. And it's just like the fact that there are just obvious things that people are aware of and, they don't even talk about it. They don't even acknowledge it. It's just like you can't have one without the other. And for for you to draw a conclusion on me and you don't even have conversations with me, that's selfish. And I understand that you're ill and I don't like that you are. At the same time, though, like I'm not going to come around and be there for you now just because you're sick. And that may sound selfish to other people, but it's just like, I I feel like I have enough compassion to not put myself around somebody that is um that is hurtful and and expects people to be around them when they're hurting. And it's just like if you're not if you can't even show me that same amount of respect when I'm hurting, I, I'm like if I wouldn't expect for you to come around and and I'm in that situation, like, I wouldn't do it. Even if I was, you know, in that state, I would, I feel like I would have enough, um, I, I feel like I would be humble enough to even 
talk to people and reach out to people and let them know like this is this is what I'm expecting of you. I'm expecting some support. And this person is is years, years, years older than me. And um, maybe I need to sit on it and and really think about um, you know maybe a better arrangement of words. But but I don't know how it sounds to you. But my but from from how I'm viewing it and how how I've experienced this person. It's just like it, it makes sense for my life and it and it makes sense for my mental my mental being um, because this person is a very uh, hurtful, hurtful person. And I don't see why I need to put myself around this person just because, um, you know, they're they're sick. If they weren't really there for me during the times that they were um, physically healthy, but, um, emotionally unhealthy. I don't understand why I need to place myself around them. I will pray for you. I will pray for you from afar. Um, and I just will send my prayers so that they're close to you, but physically I cannot be there for you right now because you are a hurtful person. And, um, and I don't appreciate, and I just don't, I just don't appreciate the way that you go about things, especially because I tried to make efforts with this person, but they made it very, um, they made it very clear that they're not interested. So ultimately that's why I, I just, I just not going to try hard with people like that, regardless of what, you know, what they're going through physically. Like I said, I'll pray for you, but, um, it's out of my hands. And this is why like, with everything going on right now, with the way my employer was treating me, it's just like, I understand this is something we are, as a people, going to constantly deal with is the judgment of others because of their lack of um, empathy for their own selves. They, I, I cannot base my, my worth off of how I make my money. I cannot. You know, um, I just see that this job is a way of me to be of service to my community um, and as a way for me to also uh, make income. So I have no problem with that. What I have a problem with is for someone to expect of me to invest so much to invest um in my in this job mentally and physically and for the employer to have lack of responsibility or investment in their own employees and i just think that's completely selfish and i think it's selfish for an employer to expect for somebody to be um you know to be concrete if you want me to be an empathetic sympathetic person to these children like you have to allow me to be a um to be a person that can heal as well. Like you're you're expecting for me to just keep my mouth shut till I clock out. Fuck you guys. It's just it's just so crazy to me to be working at a preschool where, you know, these parents um, you know, are going through these similar situations. These kids have witnessed these things. I can I I know for a fact. And um and it's just like, as a preschool teacher, we we offer um, an extension of the parent, an extension of the parent that they may not see often, and it takes a lot of it takes a lot of energy to be present, and I really, um, I really hate 
that they were telling me, you know, I got to think about the children. But the thing is, at the end of the day, I am thinking about the children because if I wasn't thinking about them, I wouldn't be present at work mentally. I wouldn't still be going hard from the time I clock in to the time I clock out. And no matter, no matter what people, you know, and, um, and I was just going to say, um, that there's this, uh, quote where they say like, you could lay, um, you could lay down on the ground for somebody, let them walk over you. And they're still going to tell you you're not flat enough. And that really, you know, that really sticks with me. That really does stick with me. And, um, I, f- I feel a way about that because it's like, you, you got to start looking out for yourself at one point. And that's why I'm doing the things that I do. And to the people, it doesn't make sense. It may seem a certain way. But honestly, I'm not really going to be bothered by people's opinions. Because at the end of the day, they're not having conversations with me. They are not having conversations with me. They can draw their opinions all they motherfucking want. They can criticize me all they want. But at the end of the day, are they even supporting you and your goals? Are they even supporting you? By having conversations with you, a conversation don't cost money. A conversation costs time. But people have an easier time spending money than investing their time with people. And I don't trust I don't trust people like that. It's um you know, it can be hard to be a human being around other human beings. And um you know, it's, it's, it can be tiring. It can be tiring, but it's definitely worth the effort to, you know, make connections and to reach out to other people whenever you get a chance, because, um, it, it puts your mind on pause from the situations at hand. And there are just conversations that, people will have with you, even if it's, you know, unrelated to whatever uh, you're going through. It could just be just, you know, really fun um, conversations or deep conversations that allow you to um, gain a new perspective on things. And I think it's, I think it's important to not uh, keep yourself isolated from the world because it, it stops, it stops energy and it stops um, it, and it allows you to not, uh, move forward internally because it's like, if you have bad habits, how can you recognize them if you're only with yourself and you're not open to new, um, people, people are a reflection of you. And we need to not forget that what we see in others is what we see in ourselves and um the more you the more you think about how you can be a mirror to somebody or someone can be a mirror to you the easier um it it becomes to develop that compassion and compassion is that very necessary in a love space world <sighs> it's been a it's been a great weekend everybody and and I'm grateful I was tired as hell I don't know how many of you are parents, but you know that feeling when you're putting your baby to sleep and you thinking like, as soon as my child goes to sleep, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Next thing you know, you don't wake up till the next morning. And it's okay, everybody. Like, it's okay to not 
have things, you know, work out the way that they're supposed to, because, um, especially when it comes to sleep, because sleep is very necessary. We will live a long life in sleep allows your body and your mind to just reset and be refreshed. It's, it's important to get that sleep. Don't be afraid to get that sleep. And it's just funny because like, we get stressed over our babies for not wanting to sleep because they're just loving their life so much. And we be acting the same goddamn way. I just love the parallels of it all. <sighs> but, um, you know, I hope all is well with you all. Um, where there's a will, there's a way. And it's just amazing how you know, these little sayings really do, they really do go a long, um, a long way, uh, especially once you um, start to see how relevant, relevant it can be to the, to the trials of life. You know what I love? I love jewelry, everybody. I love jewelry. I think jewelry is extremely amazing. I love how jewelry can really, um, accent somebody's features especially when it comes to like colors and textures i love jewelry um i love jewelry against like bare skin i love layered jewelry i think it's like beautiful um beautiful armor um and i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna eventually get into that you know there's there's a lot of things that i'm i'm very much interested in and and I feel like with the direction that I'm heading and everything that I want for myself, like, I just don't doubt. I just don't doubt the plan. I feel an openness in the house now that it's just us. And I just feel all these creative things just flowing into me. And I just have to make sure I just take that first step. But um, don't forget to love up on yourself. Take some time out to really talk to yourself and um, don't guilt yourself. Stop guilting yourself. Stop guilting yourself. Everybody else wants to guilt you. Everybody else wants to criticize you. Everybody else wants to do, wants you to think this way about yourself. Like, don't be another person to put yourself down. Don't be another person to put yourself down. And I'm and I'm speaking it out. To also tell myself that as well, because we need to remember that there's only one us and only we know how to live our lives the way that they need to be lived. You're all loved. Don't forget that. Don't forget to talk to people, to be kind to people. If you're going to be some way, be some way, the same way all the time. Don't switch up for nobody. If you If you really want to live your life right be the same way all day be real about it you want real be real and rest in peace to dmx i was it was it was really crazy you know it was just just really crazy hearing that information i did grow up with his music and um, it's just like 
to grow up and experience uh, all these creative uh, voices. And, and it's just like somebody you grew up with as a childhood, you know, in your childhood. And to just... And to just hear these things, it's is it's unsettling, but it also gives you a little bit of um, peace, knowing that you know death is just is just a part of life. And um, for the people that we are inspired by and we feel um, motivated, um, we feel motivated to continue their you know to continue their work be an extension of one another and um and i just send prayers and and love to his family and of of course prayers to dmx and i'm sure he's definitely more at peace because you know what he fucking made it everybody he made it death is just i'm not scared of death no more I think if anything, people are more scared about the way, the way they're going to die. But in that moment, when they are released into this air, there's a, there's a natural sink there. And your fear, your fear is, uh, your fear is of the earth. And our body's not bound by this earth. But y'all have a good night. Well, have a good morning.